Experience Action Let's stop just talking about customer experience, employee experience, and the experience of leaders. Let's turn ideas into action. Your host, Jeannie Walters, is an award-winning customer experience expert, international keynote speaker, and founder of Experience Investigators, a strategic consulting firm helping companies increase sales and customer retention through elevated customer experiences. Ready, set, action. It's Jeannie. I'm so glad you're here with me again. And I am so excited to get the feedback so far on the Experience Action podcast. We started this not really knowing how many questions we'd get and if it would be helpful. And we're hearing from you on Twitter and on LinkedIn and through our voicemails with questions. So please keep that coming. We do this based on what you tell us you need. And so please don't be shy. Reach out, leave me a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash experience action. And when you do, feel free to leave your name. Let me know what where you are in the world. If you want to be anonymous, that's okay too. But I'm very excited because we are starting to hear from all sorts of different folks from all over the world. We got a really great question from somebody who I don't think is next door to me here in the Chicagoland area. Let's listen. What are the main characteristics that make up a good customer experience? That's right. This question came to us from Australia. So thank you for joining us from there. And it's such a good question. And it's one that, you know, I could probably answer this, I don't know, like a zillion different ways, right? (laughs) Because customer experience is complex. Uh, There are many, many different parts And I think that's important to acknowledge. When we talk about customer experience, there are so many factors to it. Because when somebody has an experience as a customer, that means every single interaction, every single time that they feel like they've been let down or that they've been surprised and delighted. So all of those things factor into this. But when I think about the work that we've done with leaders who are really looking to make change to lead a program for the long term, to make a real difference in the lives of customers so that they can look back and realize the impact that their work had on customer experience. Here's what I came up with. Three main ideas. One is around the vision and the promise of the customer experience. Now I start there because, you know what? A lot of people jump into this without really thinking, who are we to our customers? What's most important? There are times we have to make trade-offs. Sometimes we can't promise to be the fastest and the most accurate. We have to actually decide who are we? How can we show up in the same way for customers no matter what? Now, the leaders who get this right turn this into a magic wand. And what I mean by that is if you know yourself as an organization, If you know who you are, what your values are, what your vision is, and then you translate that into who are we to our customers and who are our customers, that's where you can really paint a picture of a vision that is about the customer experience that's most important to you and most important to your customers. Now, some of us would love to say that everyone is our customer, but that's not realistic. So get really clear about who your customers are and how you can best serve them. 
along with what is your promise. Because everything, every interaction that they have, their perception walking away from that will be based on what was their original expectation. And those expectations are built on the promises that you make. Those promises are in your marketing, in your branding, and just in what you promise the customer. So think about first the vision of who you are as an organization, who your customer is, and how you can connect those through a promise that you can live up to every time. So get really clear on that. The second thing I would say for an exceptional customer experience is this idea of empowered employees who feel valued and heard. And the reason I start there is because the employees are your only delivery service when you really think about it. We can have all the automation in the world. We can digitize everything. We can talk about digital transformation and machine learning and all of these amazing things. But all of those things start with humans. When things go wrong, we need people who can really provide that recovery around service as well. Now, when employees feel valued and heard and understood and empowered, they're not only going to serve your customers better, they're going to serve your organization better because they will see things that aren't working and feel empowered to raise their hand and say, this isn't working, we've got to do better. They also will feel empowered to stay. Employee retention is a huge issue right now. If we can keep employees longer who are invested in the idea of the vision and the mission and living up to those promises, then that's something that will serve us long term. Now, the third thing, it's a little more general. I'm going to just put that disclaimer out there. But the third thing I want you to think about is not just listening, but acting. Because a lot of customer experience programs actually focus on the listening so much that they never quite get to the acting. So customer feedback is so important. And collecting customer data and understanding operational analytics so that we can see how are people behaving What's working? What's not? What are customers telling us that they don't like or they like? All of that is super important. But I've seen a lot of customer experience programs that are so focused on that. They have a zillion tools. They have a zillion different ways to slice and dice the data and look at it. But they don't really have a way to act on it. So as you're building a feedback strategy, as you're collecting that data, start with the end in mind. Think about what you're going to do with that information. Because if you don't have a plan of action for that, then it's really easy to get into almost a bad habit of just collecting the feedback, churning out the data, reporting to others, and then doing it again. Reporting on the data is not acting on the data. So make sure that you're not just listening to customers, but you're acting on the insights that you gather. So there you go. These can be debated. There could be other ways we approach this, but I would say the vision and the promise, empowered employees who feel valued and heard, and not just listening, but acting. Now, these are kind of macro. Maybe we'll get into the micro another time about what does this really look like when we translate these to the day-to-day -day work and efforts that people are experiencing. This was another great question. We're so excited to receive these from you, and I'm just so excited about all of you out there doing this work. So keep up the good work. Make sure that you're continuing to focus on that vision, live up to that promise, and be as empowered as you can be 
to deliver great experiences for customers all over the world. So thank you so much for being here. Don't forget, you can leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash experience action. And also check out all the free resources we have for you at the site experienceinvestigators.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. We'll be back here with another question from you next week. Thanks. To learn more about our strategic approach to experience, check out free resources at experienceinvestigators.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, our Year of CX program, and more. And please follow me, Jeannie Walters, on LinkedIn. 